Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of the OK Vibes podcast brought to you by the OK Vibes blog located at okvibes.wordpress.com. And you can tune in every Thursday to a new episode that drops at 1212 Eastern Standard Time. And today we will be going over my blog post titled Friend Zone Drama, published on July 30th. 2018. So let's get into it. Have you ever hung out with someone only to realize you were actually on a date with them? It happened to me over the past weekend. Gasp! I feel idiotic, especially since I thought I'd made it clear to the person in question that I no longer had romantic feelings towards them. I'd friend zoned them years ago, and about two months ago, I gave them walking papers via text. That text turned into a discussion that resulted in me giving the person another chance to prove that they deserved a place in my life, hence the last hangout that was under the guise of a date. Towards the end of the quote-unquote date, a convo was had regarding whether or not I wanted to go on another date with they who shall not be named. I was stunned, to say the least. I'm still debating if I should have allowed a kiss goodnight to happen, though I was mildly intoxicated via cranberry and vodka when it happened, and figured it could serve as a definite kiss goodbye. Before the kiss, I provided a list of reasons why I wasn't ready to date anyone, and even asked the person why they were still holding a torch for me. They used the fact that we'd known each other since high school. Sigh. There's no chemistry, zero attraction. Yet, Here I am, anticipating the phone call where I have to break this person's heart and possibly evict them from my life. Fuck my life. And that is the end of my blog post published on July 30th, 2018, titled Friend Zone Drama. Ooh, let me tell (laughs) y'all. Because this is, of course, I'm sure, as you already know, a true story. I have no reason to lie to y'all. This situation, whoo, taking me back. I have to think about 2018. So I'm going to give backstory, of course, about the individual that I went out on a date with unexpectedly. Uh, We're going to call them Gary, just for the sake of protecting the innocent, maybe guilty. (laughs) So Gary and I actually first met in high school. I moved to Delaware and what was it, my junior year of high school? Yup, junior year of high school. I didn't know a motherfucking soul. I moved around a lot, so I was very used to being the new kid. Uh, before that, I was about three years living in North Carolina. Before that, I was in Pennsylvania. And before that, I think Tennessee or something. I was all over the place as a kid, partly because I am an army brat, which if that's news to y'all, that tells me you did not read the about page on the OK Vibes blog, which y'all should go read, okay? <laughs> go read it, and then you'll know more, a little more about me. Anyway, so I, again, saying all that, say I was used to being the new kid, and it's, I feel like it's gotta be the worst having to move someplace when you're at that final part of high school. I mean, literally halfway through high school where friendships have been established. 
everybody knows everybody they're all clicked up so where the hell can you get in where you fit in so unfortunately for me i had to get the uh leftover people so to speak and those leftover people were uh, i guess you could say they were the school whores guys they were the school whores it was a variety of them too one of them was black which soon, uh, probably within a few months after meeting her, would become a teen mom. No judgment there because I guess technically I was a teen mom because I did get pregnant when I was 19. But a few days after my 20th birthday, boom, I officially became a mom. But anyway, (laughs) we're not getting into all of that. So going back to talk about the people that I ended up having to uh well not I didn't have to but come on friends are a huge part of your high school experience all your school experience really so it just doesn't make any sense to just stand alone if you don't have to and at that time I was quite the insecure person and I did not want to be that like odd person out that didn't have friends and the whores gravitated towards me so of course if you're friendly why not? <laughs> Let's go. So amongst with the teenage mom to be at the time, there's also a white chick who also had a baby already. And there was a, a Puerto Rican chick that was in this group as well. And I want to say there was somebody else, but I am not recalling them at this very moment. Oh, it was another Puerto Rican chick too. So it was all of us together. I'm the only virgin at this point. Nothing has happened. My cherry has not been popped, you know? So I'm a little intimidated by these chicks while they're sitting here talking about sex. And they actually made me feel guilty about still being a virgin. And it was just like, why are you still a virgin? Oh my gosh, really? You haven't had sex? You haven't done anything? You only kissed someone? Like, really? What? So unfortunately, due to myself being weak in spirit and not really knowing who I was and everything and just the whole low self-esteem shit, I felt like I needed to have sex in order to be a part of this group. You know, I, I felt like I had to go and get de-virginized, you know, get deflowered, throw off the white dress. So I did. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I did. I ended up having basically a one night stand with this dude I met online. I don't remember how we met online, where the site was. I just know what happened. It was a one-time thing. Uh, But all of that to say, uh, in one of my classes, which one of, no, two of my whore friends were in with me, uh, there was a guy. He was a senior. It was Gary. And man, I was checking Gary out, okay? Because Gary was fine. He's all tall and handsome, you know, had little glasses on. And she was like, okay. And I always had a thing for somebody with glasses. Don't ask me why. I think it's the reveal, you know, when you know somebody wears glasses and then when they take them off, it's like, oh shit. Because the glasses do, you know, they cover up certain features. So, you know, sometimes it's nice to see what's behind those glasses and you might really like what's behind those glasses. So anyway, uh, I would be, you know, low-key trying to flirt with Gary and stuff, trying to get his attention, you know. And of course, my two whore friends that were in class with me would encourage this behavior. Of course, they were trying to encourage the behavior, which sidebar, okay, I would find out much later in life through Gary that... One of my whore friends was trying to sleep with him when they knew I had a thing for him, right? What kind of shit is that? I guess whores aren't loyal. You know, I, this is what I'm learning. Because <laughs> the particular person that's guilty of this was actually the one I was closest to amongst our group of friends. So, yeah, pretty fucked up to learn that later. But I also learned that 
This particular ex-friend was well-known for sleeping around. She's had some scandals, even a paternity scandal, but we're not going to get all into that. (laughs) I just want to paint y'all a fucking picture of what I was dealing with at the time, okay? We're talking early aughts, because I graduated in, yeah, the early aughts. I'm not going to tell y'all the exact year. (laughs) I'll tell y'all. It's like 2003 or some shit. So, anyhow... Uh, (laughs) I say like 2003 because technically I should have graduated in 2002, but I, what was it? Second grade. Once again, as I told y'all earlier, moved around a lot as a kid and moving from one region to another region. Uh, apparently their, you know, school shit was different and they told my mom some bullshit which she admitted later was definitely some bullshit as to why they felt like I needed to repeat second grade, even though I was a good student. I was fine. I showed no issue with progressing to the third grade. But no, I got held back and had to do second grade motherfucking twice. So technically, I should have graduated in 2002 because I didn't fuck up, okay, enough to have to get held back ever again. But anyway, I graduated 2003. What, what, what? So whatever. I made it through. It's all good. Anyway, so I'm checking out Gary. Like I said, we're getting our little flirt on and stuff. My little friends is encouraging me. And eventually, uh, Gary uh, did invite me over to his house one day. And let me tell y'all something. When it came to approaching people that I was interested in, I was usually very shy about that. So if I did decide to make a move, which was rare... You know, I would more like joke around, like I'd do something to kind of maybe joke with the person first and then see where they were. See, maybe that would give them an opening, like flirt with me so I can have an idea of, okay, do they like me or not? You know, are we catching the same vibe here? Um, so yeah, when Gary invited me over to his house one day, I was like, yes. I was like, um, is your mom going to be home? <laughs> because I do not want anybody's mom seeing me because I know how moms can be. Like we're not dating. And uh, I don't want this woman looking at me like, oh, who's this little whore you're bringing to my house? Okay, I didn't want that kind of action. Uh, I had my own car at the time. I want to say Gary did not have his own car at the time. I had a car, though. It's a little hoopty situation, but whatever. Got me where I needed to go. And Gary had a couple brothers. He was the middle child. So he had an older brother. He had a younger brother. The younger brother I never saw. I don't think I did. I can't remember. Uh, the older brother barely here and there, but either way, I didn't want to see any of the brothers. Like I just didn't want to see any of his family, especially the mom, because again, I knew what kind of time I was on. (laughs) Okay. And it really wasn't just about trying to sleep with Gary because mind you, even though I had my little one night stand with the rando, I was still scared of sex. And I have reasons for that, that I explored much later in life, you know, Once again, childhood trauma shit. I won't get all into that. Maybe one day I'll talk about that and have some other folks that have experienced the same thing, even though that's a heavy topic and we're not going to go there right now. But I will say I was always a little like "Eh," on edge when it came to sex. I mean, so bad I would shake a lot of times, you know, it was fucking bad. But anyway, so with Gary... You know, we would just be making out, you know, nothing like, no, we never did penetration at this time. This didn't happen. I want to say he did go down on me, though. I think that did happen. 
but I never went down on him because again, I was scared. Okay, like just thinking about giving head was scary as fuck for me. So that was not about to happen. I mean, of course he would ask, and I'm just like, mm, no, <laughs> I'm scared. Put that thing away. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I clearly knew what a hard-on was at the time, I felt his hard-on, you know? And it was exciting, like, oh, wow, am I, like, really turning this guy on? Oh, my gosh. Because, guys, please note, I was an ugly duckling, so I never really thought I was that attractive. Even though I do feel like, I would say maybe, like, my senior year, I hit a bit of a stride attractively, you know, that it, you know, a pretty stride, if you want to call it that. I glowed up a little bit, you know? But I still was dealing with a lot of acne and shit like that. So I was very insecure about how I looked. I wasn't very, like... I feel like as, uh, if you want to talk about body, yaddy, yaddy, I didn't have much of that going on. Uh, I was always very small breasted. Seemed like all my friends always had like these fucking melons going for them. They would seem to get more of the attention from the guys. And of course at this time, even though I knew I had an attraction to women, I didn't really pursue that because you know, it was back at this time. It wasn't as open as it is now when it comes to your sexuality, so I did not disclose that. Anyway, I pretty much just kept that to myself. So I guess you could say I was in the closet at that time. I was a little in the closet there. Living in the closet. Um, but yeah, so usually it would be more guys, you know, that I would deal with at the time. But uh, I don't even remember where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn, I got, I sidetracked the fuck out of myself. But if y'all have been listening to the show, you know, this happens to me and I appreciate you going for the ride. I do. I love it. I love it. So anyway, uh, the fact that I was going to Gary's, you know, just making out, I was scared to actually do the penetration thing. It was too scary. So we would just be, you know, kissing little heavy petting going on. We would laugh and joke around a lot. And then, uh, sometimes he would have to go to work so I would drop him off at work. He worked at a, I'm not going to say, <laughs> I'm not going to say the place's name, but it is a very popular fast food chain burger place um, that he would work at. Or if he didn't have to go to work, it, I would usually be able to stay a little longer, you know, and make out whatever, fool around. Sometimes we'd watch TV or something. I think we would watch BET, but I didn't really watch BET like that, but whatever. That's not what this is about. <laughs> he would watch it. I think he would have it on like non-fucking-stop. So, um, I would usually stay up until around when it seemed like his mom would be coming home from work. So of course he would warn me of that. And I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yay. <laughs> and let me tell you, I wanted Gary to be my boyfriend so bad y'all. Like I just, I really liked him. You know, like I said, he was handsome. He was funny. And I'm like, oh, he got a job. Okay. He got a job. <laughs> so he's got his life together, but he really didn't have his life together. Because one thing I learned about Gary is that uh, he was a waker and a baker. He would hit that little joint or whatever and go to school. And you could tell when he was high as fuck. So at this time, I hadn't partaken in the marijuana like that. So I was kind of like scared of that too. Like, oh no, I'm drug free. No drugs. <laughs> but when Gary was telling me this and that he also used to sell the drugs, I was like, oh, wow. I was intrigued by this, guys. I was intrigued. I was like, damn, Gary, you got a lot to you. <laughs> I'm very interested. You are very interesting, sir. I want you to be my boyfriend, especially since I'm coming over here making out with you. And I do have to note this time because, 
even though I can laugh at it, it's still embarrassing, right? So at this time, I didn't used to do a whole lot of like extra stuff with my hair. Like I didn't do like the hair extensions like that very often. Like once in a while, you know, get some braids or something. I remember micro braids were really popular at this time. Box braids have always been a thing. Uh, but I had some way, somehow gotten a uh, ponytail, uh, one of the extent the ponytail extensions, dear, you could just like a drawstring, you know, you got your little wefts of hair in there for y'all that don't know. Okay, so for y'all that don't know, <laughs> if you know what a wig is, which I would imagine you do, think about a ponytail as being like a mini teeny little wig, you know, you have to like slick your real hair up, your natural hair up, whatever, put that shit in a little bun and then you're able to put your little ponytail on there. You know, it could be a drawstring where it has a drawstring where you adjust that shit, put it in there. Or um, some people would just get like hair tracks or what do you call them? Hair wefts? Fucking, uh, I don't know what you call them. Pieces of hair. (laughs) I'm used to calling it the street names. I don't know what the technical term is, but people get the pieces of the hair and like glue the pieces around the bun to make the ponytail. But anyway, I want to say somebody would even bobby pin him in, but I don't know. Anyway, anyway, I wasn't an expert at that. So I would get the drawstrings. I was easy. Let's do it. But I remember one day, I guess I did not put my ponytail in tight enough because while we were making out, matter of fact, I think Gary might have been going down on me. I can't remember for sure. (laughs) Okay. This was a long time ago and my ponytail fell off. fucking off y'all and he's of course noticed it because i think what happened was he was like holding my head or something and the way he grabbed my head and then like i moved a certain way the fucking ponytail fell out i was so embarrassed i was like oh my gosh and then he was laughing too but then he was sweet and tried to actually put the ponytail back on my head (laughs) i was just like oh my god i feel so fucking embarrassed i wanted to leave but clearly he didn't give a fuck. Maybe that's not the first time a chick's hair fell out of her head during, you know, um, little rubbing and all that. So we just kept making out and shit, even though I was embarrassed and ready to run the fuck out of there. So anyway, that was our high school time. Um, Gary did not end up, I don't think, no, he did not end up going to college. Like I think later in adulthood, he did like a little college or something. But he ended up, we ended up pretty much parting ways. Um, We still kept in touch, but barely. I think it was more like through MySpace or some shit like that. But Gary never, you know, asked me to like date him and stuff. You know, it was like, that's kind of fucked up, right? But before um, we parted ways... Uh, for a while I want to say was it my senior year because this kept going on for like pretty much damn near maybe half the time or maybe a year and a half something during my two years of high school here in Delaware uh I started dating somebody and all of a sudden because of course I couldn't start coming around wasn't gonna be cheating on my boyfriend at the time with Gary that would have just been uh you know I wasn't that girl right so Gary seemed like he might have got a little jealous even though mind you Gary was not trying to make me his girlfriend he was not trying to ask I think I even asked him a few times like hey why don't we go on a real date because all we did was pretty much it would be me coming over making out and then going my ass home and that would be the end of it that he wasn't trying to be serious you know so 
Um, <laughs> then it seemed like he showed interest, like, oh, I miss you and you come over. But of course, in hindsight, it's like, ah, he just wanted somebody to make out and maybe lick on, you know what I mean? He wasn't trying to be serious. Like, I'm with somebody, but he seemed shocked about that. Maybe he thought I never was going to have a boyfriend. I don't know. I was just going to keep waiting for him because I did ask him a couple times about, hey, like, are we going to like make it official? And he was just like, no. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> But of course, my silly, naive ass just kept thinking, oh, the more I come over and and make out and shit, he'll change his mind, whatever. He'll realize I'm worth being his girlfriend. Anyway, fast forward. So pretty much once, you know, I date the guy. uh, We didn't last very long. (laughs) Well, we dated, I don't know, like three, four months or some shit. But by this time, I think Gary had graduated from high school. I want to say he had moved to another state, but I don't really remember. But at this point, I had later, not too long after, I started dating my boyfriend at the time, now ex-husband, a.k.a. father of my children. And so after that, I just, I don't know what the fuck happened with Gary, but I definitely stopped talking to him because, hey, I have, you know, a whole situation now. And I ended up moving to Florida with uh where well i initially went to florida because i was going to college there then i dropped out yes everybody i'm a college dropout but then i did go back to college later in life i did i went and got myself a couple degrees but anyway at that time i dropped out just to pretty much be my ex-husband he had followed me to florida so uh got pregnant at 19 as i told y'all earlier had my first baby at 20 then i had my other one because they're irish twins 10 and a half months later here comes my other child, second one, second and done. <laughs> no more babies coming up out of here. So during that time, I didn't talk to Gary. I didn't talk to Gary for a while because then, of course, got a divorce, moved to North Carolina, trying to start over with these two little children I had. I was dating people there. And I want to say Gary and I did keep in touch, like, you know, intermittently. I want to say I had Facebook at the time because I haven't had Facebook for some years. I deleted my shit some years ago, but I did have it for a while. And we kept in touch on there. I want to say like MySpace and shit. And then eventually I did move back to Delaware and Gary and I got in touch. And so we restarted, I would say, our friendship. But it really wasn't any like romantic stuff going on necessarily. But he was hinting for the longest time like, oh, yeah, you know, I really would like to date you and all that. You know, he would have this conversation with me and uh eventually it did seem like it was heading towards like okay we really might seriously date each other but then there were some periods where like I don't know I just (laughs) I can't even tell you but it seemed like he would make all these promises and shit he would come around like you know we would hang out and stuff and you know finally in our adult years we actually you know had the penetration going y'all we had intercourse with each other um and it wasn't bad (laughs) I'm not gonna lie it wasn't bad um, but we only had sex like maybe a handful of times. It wasn't a lot. It was only a few times of sex. Um, that kind of sex, I say, because, of course, you know, there's other there's many different types of sex, like oral and all that. But I'm specifically talking about penetration here. Um, so, you know, we'd see each other hang out. But that was more like that. I guess it was more like a friend with benefit thing, even though I didn't look at it that way because it was very inconsistent. Uh, Gary and I didn't talk on a regular basis. But at that point, even though, yes, I did sleep with Gary, okay, 
I was not that into him, but it seemed like every time he would start talking about, oh yeah, let's like seriously date, you know, it gassed me up again. And then seeing the relationship he had with my kids, like my kids really seemed to enjoy him. Like, oh, okay, you know, he could be a good like future stepdad, you know, okay, like this could maybe work. And I could see that he was also a pretty awesome uncle to his niece and nephew at the time. So I was like, okay, so, you know, he's not scared off or intimidated about kids because, you know, a lot of people are, a lot of people don't want to be dealing with other people's kids. I get it. I get it. That's a whole nother element. It's a whole lot happening there. But like I said, nothing ever took off. And I feel like he was just blowing smoke up my ass a lot. You know, it's just like, oh yeah, let's do this, do this, promise, promise, then nothing happens. So after a while, I got tired of that shit. And between all this, you know, I'm dating people, I'm doing my thing. And it seemed like he just, I don't know. I, I also realized too, like that crush was over, that period of crushing on him and having a thing for him was over. It just pretty much died in high school, you know? And as adults, it seemed like the roles had reversed. Like he was the one that was wanting me, even though he wasn't consistent in, I would say, making that clear and being present and showing up for me. So that also caused a divide in our friendship because I didn't feel like he was the best of friends. Like I didn't feel as if I could truly count on him for things. Like, you know, if I was in a jam or something, he wasn't one of those friends. I feel like, okay, I can call Gary. Gary's going to help me out. You know, I didn't feel like he was that type of friend. I felt like he was more like a good time friend. Like Gary's the friend you call up if you want to smoke a little something and watch a funny ass movie maybe we can, you know, switch roles and give each other head later or something. Like, Gary was that type of friend. It was, you know, that was it. So, of course, it tripped me the fuck up all the way when Gary really was like, okay, let's go out and hang out. But mind you, when he was talking about going out, because it had been so long since we really talked and, like, not connected, I told him, I said, I invented to him, I said, I don't feel like you're really a good friend to me. So I definitely would never want to go on a date with you, let alone, you know, just really hang out with you because I feel like we need to try to fix our friendship. Let's try to fix that first. So I was under the impression when he asked to like hang out, you know, to go actually go out someplace because this was something we never really did. Even as adults, you know, when we were hanging out together, (laughs) once again, it was like the roles were reversed. He would come and hang out at my mom's house because that's where I was living at the time. That's where I was living at the time for most of that time. Um, probably like half that time before we uh, for actually said, nah, I'm done with this fucking whole shit, 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 emphasis on shit, situationship <laughs> with him. Um, so we never actually like went out to eat, like went to the park, never actually went out. So I was shocked that he actually wanted to go out, y'all. I was shocked. But again, I'm thinking, okay, we're going out as friends. This is just two friends hanging out trying to rebuild a dying or (laughs) damn near on life support friendship so we go out and I should have known something was up because when it came time for me to pay well not me but when it came time to pay the meal you know hey check please Gary was very insistent on paying for the meal I'm like um okay I'm ready to pay for my own food okay but in my mind, I'm thinking, well, maybe he's just trying to make up for being a bad friend. He just wants to treat me because, you know, I do that with my friends. Like we treat each other all the time, especially when it comes to birthdays. So I didn't think much of it. Then we go. We're dancing. So this was a night of dinner and dancing. OK, so we go. We have our little drinks. We're dancing, whatever. It's all good. I, I wasn't sensing any like romantic shit happening. But then here comes the end of the night where it's time to go, y'all. 
And Gary trips me up, y'all. Gary leans in. He he gives me a kiss. Now, I was apprehensive, but mind you, I had had some alcohol in my system. So by the time the kiss happened, it was like, oh, shit, okay, this is happening. And I didn't necessarily shove him off me. Uh, I just, I let the kiss happen. And I'm glad I did let the kiss happen because I didn't feel anything, y'all. You know how normally if you kiss somebody, especially if you're feeling them, there's going to be some sparks or something. There was nothing. There was nothing. And that just confirmed even more to me, like, yeah, I ain't going to be no romance with this one. <laughs> like, this is not going to happen. And then, you know, he starts questioning me about, like, you know, I guess, do I like him and all that? And it's like, no, no, no. You thought I was feeling you? Mm, no. <laughs> to quote Ice Spice, no, I was not. I was not feeling him. And I even broke down to him, as I mentioned in my blog post, all the reasons why I was not trying to date. And I didn't want to hurt his feelings by saying, like, here's my problems with you, why I don't want to date you. But I really was in that place where I did not, I just wasn't that interested in seeing anybody. Um, but he just didn't seem to understand that. I, I don't know why he didn't pick up on that. So needless to say, I went home just like, are you for real? This was a date. Like this was a date date. This was not a friendly hangout. We trying to just rebuild, you know, (laughs) I guess like they call that work team building, but I guess this would have been like a friend building exercise. Uh, So yeah, I felt like I got tricked into going out on a date because I was not looking at it as a date at motherfucking all. So, uh, in regards to what I said on my blog post near the end about the phone call, oh, cause honey, of course there was a phone call that ensued after this. Now it wasn't on the same night, but it was, I want to say the next day or day after, because I really needed to collect my thoughts. And I told Gary, I'm like, I just have to be honest and say, I did not know that was a date. I don't appreciate that. I feel like you tricked me into going on a date. And then I did let him have it at that point, telling him all the issues I had, why I didn't feel like it would work with him, how I feel like he just didn't respect me and all these other things. And he just really seemed like he didn't understand that. I don't know why. (laughs) Like being very clear and plain and telling you my issues here and you're not getting it. So at that point, I cut it. I cut the friendship or whatever the fuck it really was and just said, listen, please just, I think it's best we need to just walk away from each other, be done because... We're not getting anywhere here. It ain't good. It ain't working. So just from all that, I have never heard from him again, by the way, which I will also say, <laughs> I did find it weird that after this conversation happened, he was still like following me on my socials. And I'm like, what the fuck? At this point, I have blocked him and unfollowed him because <laughs> I was like, I don't want to follow this fool. Or I might have just unfollowed. I don't know if I blocked, but I definitely unfollowed him because I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Like when I say I am done with you, I am done with you. That means I don't want to see anything. I don't see any remnant of your ass. But he was still following me, which again, I'm like, okay, it's just maybe it's because you smoke weed so much that your brain cells aren't, I don't know, aligning and coagulating or something like they're supposed to. I don't know, but I don't understand what you don't get that I'm fucking done with you, dude. So needless to say, I haven't heard from him since then. I think maybe over some time he's finally realized, hey, this was not meant to be in a romantic or friendship capacity with Justine. And I'm very happy for that because I don't need any nonsense. And I definitely don't need any more motherfuckers in my life being disrespectful towards me for no reason. So the lesson there, y'all, when it comes to friends that might like you, people you know you put in the friend zone, keep them in the friend zone. Trust your feelings. If you are not feeling that person in a romantic way, 
Let it be known. Don't get their hopes up. Don't possibly mislead them. Because this is something I even wonder about is, did I mislead Gary? Maybe I did. Maybe I should have never slept with Gary, y'all. Maybe if that wouldn't have happened, things wouldn't have escalated. Maybe he wouldn't have thought he had some kind of chance in the future. I don't motherfucking know. (laughs) But all I know is, if I put you in the friend zone, bitch, you gonna stay in the friend zone. You in the friend zone for life. I mean, it would probably take a lot for me to say, okay, I guess we could, you know, give it a shot. (laughs) But no, I don't have time for games. (laughs) That's just how it is. That is how it is. And that's all I have for y'all. I really hope that y'all enjoyed this episode. And please, if you're not already, give me a follow on Instagram and Twitter at Justine Monique, J-U-S-T-I-N-E-M-O-N-I-K-U-E. Bye.